good to be here with you today and to be able to share. Um, appreciate Matt asking me to take take some time today and uh, share with you folks. Uh, we're going to be looking at a passage of scripture from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, and we'll be discussing verses 7 through 12. Uh, one of the things I really like uh, about Paul's writings uh, it, is that there's so many of them. And uh, it's it's easy to be able to uh, to go from book to book, from writing to writing and uh, and and see a consistency in what Paul is teaching and what Paul is saying to us. And uh, so we can find out a lot from him and, and we learn a lot from him. And I really appreciate that. So uh, let's get into it uh, this afternoon. And um, I'm going to read. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Version. And uh, this is what Paul writes, 2 Corinthians 10, beginning with verse 7. Look at what is obvious. If anyone is confident that he belongs to Christ, he should remind himself of this. Just as he belongs to Christ, so do we. For if I boast some more about our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not tearing you down, I am not ashamed. I don't want to seem as though I am trying to terrify you with my letters. For it is said, his letters are weighty and powerful, but his physical presence is weak, and his public speaking is despicable. Such a person should consider this. What we are in the words of our letters when absent, we will be in our actions when present. For we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with someone who commends themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. Let's uh, join together in prayer. Father, it's, uh, it's good to be able to be here and to share today just a few minutes and uh, from your word and from uh, the writings that you inspired Paul with. And Father, I pray that as we look at, uh, at this passage of scripture that uh, Lord, you would just open our hearts and our minds, uh, Father, that you would speak clearly to us uh, as uh, Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. Uh, he would be writing to us as well. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this time together. And Father, just ask you to bless it and bless that word as it's talked about today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And I don't know about you, but when I, when I read Paul, uh, when I read a lot of his writings, uh, there, there, there are times when I, I get the sense from Paul that perhaps he's a bit, uh, dare I say, arrogant. Um, he, he's definitely confident. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, at the times it seems as if uh, if he's almost bordering on, on the side of, of arrogance. Because he said in the scriptures on numerous occasions, you need to do what I do. You need to be like me. Uh, I, don't, I don't think outside of coaching uh, soccer. I don't think I've ever uttered those words to anybody. Be like me. Um, that, that almost uh, to us anyway would would border on on arrogance. But uh, as as we look into what Paul has written here in Second Corinthians, uh, we see that that's really not the case. It's, it's not really a matter of arrogance, but it's really a matter of, hey, I know where my authority comes from. I know who has given me the authority to teach. I know who has given me the authority uh, to preach the word of God. I know where the authority comes from 
that allows me, and this would be Paul speaking, allows me to tell you as a church that what you're doing is not right. So it's really not a matter of arrogance. So we're going to see that uh, as we get into that a little bit today. Um, one of the first things I did uh, as I was studying and preparing for this was to go to a, a, a trusted old friend, I guess you would say. Not really anyone I know, but um, someone who's been around for a long time and to see what he had to say and see what some of his comments were on this particular passage of scripture. So I went to Matthew Henry, um, went to one of his commentaries and looked at some things that uh, that uh, Matthew Henry had to say. I'm very impressed with him. And, and one of the things that, uh, and I'm going to give you a few quotes from, from Matthew Henry, but uh, he's talking about this passage of scripture and he's talking about where Paul has been and what he's doing and why he came to the church of Corinth, or why he's writing this letter rather to the church of Corinth. Uh, and uh, in in doing so, he makes the statement, um, and I never really thought about this, in outward appearance, Paul was mean and despicable with some. Now, um, he didn't make, he goes on to say he didn't make a great figure, uh, as perhaps some of his competitors did. Uh, but this was uh, not reason to make false judgment against Paul. He was despicable. He gave a, a a kind of a mean appearance, I guess, as he was presenting to the to the church at Corinth as he's writing the letter. And he even mentioned that. He said, you know, in person, I'm one way. Whenever I write, I kind of give the appearance that, hey, I'm, I'm being a little bit tough and a little bit harsh on you. But um, he understood that he needed to be that. He needed to, to have that kind of demeanor with the people uh, at Corinth to get them to understand the importance of the things that he was talking about. Um, Matthew Henry goes on to say, as he talks about Paul's relationship with God and, and our relationship with God as well. If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, so then we are Christ also. And, and that's what Paul was trying to get across in the first part of this. Uh, as he was presenting this letter to the, to the church at Corinth, uh, some people were, were kind of looking at him and, and perhaps they were looking at him from the standpoint of, um, hey, we we were with Jesus. Uh, we saw him personally. We know who he was and, and we got the chance to talk to him and to listen to him uh, speak. But but you, Paul, you uh, you didn't do that. You don't know this man like we know him. So how dare you come in? And and uh, talk to us that way. How dare you tell us that what we're doing is wrong or that you perhaps carry more authority uh, than we do. Uh, and that's kind of the idea that we get from that. But Matthew Henry goes on to state this. He says, this is note one. He says, we must not, by the most charitable allowances we make to others who differ from us, cut ourselves off from Christ or deny our relationship with him. There is room in Christ for many, and those who differ much from one another may yet be in him. Boy, that's, a, that's an important lesson for us to learn, uh, especially as we, uh, we look at our world today, uh, which is so multicultural, uh, is, is so multi-ethnic. Uh, there's, there's probably not a community uh, in um, in your area, in the Doolins Grove area, and I know there's very few in my area, even though we're more rural, 
that you can go into and not run into different ethnicities or different cultures. And uh, sometimes it's uh, it, it can be easy. It shouldn't be, uh, but it can be easy for us to look at different cultures and different ethnics and say, you know, um, they they're not the same as us. They're they're not as good as us. Uh, they they don't worship like we worship. They don't do things like we do them. Uh, but uh, and that's kind of what Paul ran into. But in doing so, he said, "Look, I, I come at to you with the same authority that you have." Um, okay, you walk with Jesus, you talk with Jesus, you uh, you spent time personally with him, but I, Paul, have done the same. Uh, I have spent time with him in spirit, maybe not in body, and so therefore my authority as an apostle of Jesus Christ is just as powerful and just as strong and just as important as your authority. And that's that's a huge lesson for us to learn uh, in in today's culture. That Christians that differ from us, um, really, they, they differ only in perhaps some theological statements or some theological ideas. They differ uh, perhaps in the way they worship. Uh, they differ perhaps in the style, style of music they like. Uh, but Paul's making a very clear point to us here. Okay, they're different, but they are still children of God and they're still his people. Uh, and so they have authority in Christ, just as we have authority in Christ. Um, the, a question that uh, that Matthew Henry asked as he is, is talking about these 12 verses. Uh, he says, uh, as we talk about uh, people of different backgrounds and people of of uh, different uh, ways of doing things in their churches and in their community. He said, we need to ask ourselves some questions uh, about them as we're comparing our form of Christianity. I'm not sure that's the right way to put it, but uh, lack of a, a better word at this moment, our form of Christianity as compared to their form of Christianity. And he says there's some very important questions that we need to ask ourselves. Uh, what is happening to people who listen to people who are different than us? Are they being set free from bondage? Are they growing into wholesome, happy, loving people? Are they obviously being helped? Are they being strengthened? Are they being released? Are they being delivered? Or are they being turned into critical, narrow-minded bigots, fearful, anxious, neurotics, or perhaps calloused, indifferent, carnal libertines? What's happening? What's happening through the ministry that not only I am doing, but what is happening through the ministry that you are doing? Uh, it, it is different. Um, I look at, uh, you know, the, the many pastors that, uh, that I've I talk with and, and uh, I spend time around uh, pastors from uh, Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, Kentucky, Maryland, and they all do things differently and their churches are different. Uh, their styles of worship are different. Their, um, their music, their taste in music is different. But does that make them any better or any less than a church down the road? Paul says, no, it doesn't. He says, listen, this is the most important thing that you need to understand is that if you are in Christ, 
and I am in Christ, we are in Christ together. And so we share the same authority. We share the same ability to talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what we need to be focusing on is simply this. What difference are we making in people's lives? Are the words that we speak, are the messages that we share, are they making a difference in people's lives? Are they bringing people closer to Christ? Are they allowing people to live a more wholesome life in Jesus? Are they allowing people to be set free from the bondage of sin? Paul says, that's, what, that's what's most important. It's not the outward appearance. It's, it's not how I look, thankfully. Uh, it's, not, it's not the way I dress. It's not the music I sing. It's not the, the, the uh, version of scripture that I read from. It's not my style of delivery that matters. It's what the message is. And it's a simple fact that the message is one that comes from the scriptures and one that Jesus Christ has laid on my heart. And it's true to his word. Paul says that's, that's what's important. That's the most important thing. And Jesus himself said it, right? You look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 20. He says, by their fruits, you will know them. By the things that their life is producing, the fruits of the spirit, uh, love, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, uh, and uh, the others in the list. That's how they know we are Christians. It's not by how we look. It's not by any of that. But it's, it's how we present the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, how, are, how are we doing that? How are, how are you and I uh, being ministers for Christ? Are we doing it in a way that is representative of the scriptures? And are we doing it in a way that's going to make an impact on people's lives? Paul says, I don't want to seem as though I'm trying to terrify you with my letters. Uh, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just letting you know what needs to be said. Um, someone said his, his, his letters are weighty and powerful. And that's the way it should be. Uh, if we're presenting the gospel of Christ, if we're presenting the story of salvation, or if we're exposing some great theological truth, it needs to be weighty and powerful because that's what the word of God is. And that's what the message of salvation is, weighty and powerful. I want to leave you with a, a few questions uh, that you can ask yourself. And, and I will certainly ask myself uh, a couple of these questions. You know, we all have authority in Jesus Christ. And, and you can look at another of Paul's writings. You can go to Ephesians, uh, which is one of my greatest, uh, one of my favorite passages, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. And this is what Paul says. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this not of yourselves. Uh, it's God's gift. It's not from works so that no one can boast. Listen to this, and I, and I love this part. For we are his creation. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which Christ God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. In other words, we need to be bold. <laughs> we need to speak with weighted authority, just as Paul did. Well, it's not always received well, but that's what we need to do. So let me leave you with a, a couple of questions here. And those are this one. Do you struggle with being bossy and bearing down on others within your fear sphere of influence? If so, ask the Lord to teach you graciousness and gentleness. 
And then on the flip side of the coin, are you constantly being walked over and struggle to assert your God-given authority in an area of your life? Then ask the Lord to help you step up and lead with courage for the sake of building others up. I asked a simple question at the beginning. Is Paul arrogant? Uh, sometimes we mistake confidence and authority for arrogance. Paul spoke with confidence and authority, not with arrogance. He knew that that authority came from his Savior, Jesus Christ. You and I have that same authority. We have that same boldness. We're called to do that, to walk in the good works that God has prepared for you and for me ahead of time. And to walk so with boldness and confidence and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul says at the end, we don't dare classify ourselves or compare ourselves with others. But in measuring ourselves, we need to measure ourselves against the gospel of Christ and against his work. I want to thank you for allowing me to share those thoughts with you today. I want to close this in prayer and uh, just uh, pray together with me in these difficult days uh, that God would lay on our hearts new ways to minister and that we could do so boldly and confidently, yet in love and in a way that presents the gospel of Jesus Christ for others. Let's pray together. Father, it's, it's been a good time to share in your word today. And uh, <clears throat> Paul has laid out some, some things for us as he's talked about looking on the outward appearance, as he's talked about comparing ourselves to others in uh, our boldness and in our authority. But we know, Father, that if we present in the name of Jesus, that we have authority, we have boldness, we have strength, and we thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for the time to share today. I ask your blessings upon all those who uh, have heard or will be hearing your word today. Father, that, uh, that you would show us those works that you have for us, that we would walk boldly and confidently in the power of Jesus Christ. Of course, in his precious name, we pray. Amen. Again, thank you for allowing me to share. God bless. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon.